Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, how's it going? We're back for another week. Regular Guys Random Things. I'm very random and I'm very great. Regular. Lots of fiber. Lots of fiber. Regular fiber. Fiber helps. Nice. I'm your host, Scott. I'm here with Dustin. How's it going? Who already talked. He's not supposed to talk to him and introduce him. But <laughs> I just he broke to, protocol. And we're, we're random. There's unwritten there you rules. Go. Right. And we're still minus John this week. Yes. He's still doing his fatherly thing. I think he's purposely avoiding everybody. I think so. Unless you're playing Destiny on the Xbox. He doesn't he's he's out of touch with everything else. Correct. You might be able to catch him on Destiny. But even he's I I thought he'd be on there 24/7, but he's not on that much, so Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. I'm sure that baby's keeping him busy. I'm sure. Yep, so, yep. good luck with that, John. Miss you, bro. <laughs> Throw a shout out <laughs> to our fallen compadre John. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be back soon. So, well the well, question is soon. When he comes back, is he still going to want to do the podcast? Yeah. Will he have lost interest? Will we still want him? We still want him. Maybe we'll replace him by then. Mm, That's true. We're kind of looking for a replacement. (laughs) We can't get anybody to commit. (laughs) But (laughs) But yeah, who knows? All right. So what you been up to? Um, I had a couple of people ask me some questions about some things that happened in the previous episode. And I can't remember. I've got a case of the CRS. What do we talk about? We talked I can't about remember. Smoking? Yeah. So I started listening to it, and I came up with a new drinking game. You did? Yeah. Every time I say um or uh, you have to take a drink. The problem is, is I don't think you can have enough liquid in an entire episode For you <laughs> to, to either that? not die <laughs> or have to run to the bathroom 50 times. Uh, what do I do a lot of? Uh, you're actually pretty good. You got a good uh, good radio voice. Good. I do say um and ah, uh, um a lot. Did you ever do that Toastmaster thing that we did here at work a while ago where they got you public speaking and they really tried to yeah. drum that out of you? Yeah, and I've tried to... See, here I go. I've tried to... Uh, I've tried to overcome this, but every time I start trying to overcome the um or the ah, then I lose my brain. Like, hmm. I have a hard time thinking, so. I don't even notice it, so I, probably no one else does either. It's, it's a just, lot. Is it's it? It's a whole lot, yeah. Do you do it like when you aren't on the podcast talking, or is it just when you're on no, the podcast? No, just when I'm on the podcast talking. I ask my kids if they recognize. I guess I there are other places <laughs> I do it, like when I'm speaking uh, in front of a large crowd on a podium or something like that, then I'll use it a lot. But oh, nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a shock collar or something and give it to you and help Every train the ums it. and the uhs <laughs> away from me. It'll be good. But other than that, I've uh, been working on my trip strike some more. Nice. It's a rolling chassis, and I've welded all of the frame up. I married the front end with the back end. Um, Was it a nice ceremony? It was. It was beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Got a little sunburned on my arms from the weld flash. <laughs> nice. And I have um, 
See, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have the. This is going to be the um episode. I can tell. I have everything welded except for the rear axle brace. I guess, or I guess it's the mount. It's what you use to mount the axle to the frame. That's still tack welded up. I have a couple of braces to weld in, a couple of gussets to kind of just for support. And then I'll be ready to take it for, well, I guess I won't be ready to take it for a ride around the neighborhood. Yeah, when are we going to be able to ride this thing? I still need to work out a throttle system. You haven't I got the brake. I got, did I tell you, did I say last time I didn't have the brakes figured out? Brakes? What do you need brakes for, dude? You do need some type <laughs> of control. <laughs> so I figured out brakes. I've got brakes on the front wheel now. I need to buy a, a brake cable, but I have the front brakes figured out. Like disc brakes or something or bicycle nah, brakes? Just bicycle or? brakes. I got those figured out. The throttle is what's killing me. I need to figure out some kind of throttle system. Uh, my buddy Braxton's, his just has a brake lever on the th- for the throttle on the on the throttle side. You should do a digital throttle system. No. On or off. <laughs> You're just, either full power. Just open it straight right. up and when you pull the when you pull the rip cord it just goes. Exactly. And then you when just it, go. When you want to kill it, you just hit the kill switch yep. and that's it. That's all it. or nothing. That's all you got. Either full speed or nothing. None of this Namby Pamby medium speed stuff. Just full throttle all the time. You know, um um <laughs> <laughs> I got I I told you guys I've been collecting these parts for like a year. Um I decided that I wanted to build this drift trike about a year ago. So I started collecting these parts. Some of the parts I have are used and were in pretty bad condition. I had to re kind of furbish them. The tires that I had for the back had some of the wrong size tires on them and the tires were all just rotted out and crappy. What kind of tires are you using? Go kart tires. Okay. So I found this shop in Salt Lake City that's a go-kart shop, and I went over there to talk to the guy to see what kind of tire options I had, what I should do. I couldn't take him my tires because they still had a PVC sleeve on them, and I couldn't get the PVC sleeve off because the tire was too big and it was rotted. And so I went over and talked to him, and he said, I can't get that off for you, but if you can bring me the rim, I can help, I can help you with tires and find out what tires are, are correct. And so I said, I think I need this size of tire. And he says, well, you don't need used tires or new tires, right? Because you're just going to put a PV sleeve over top of them. And I said, yeah, I, I don't need new tires. And he said, I have a pile of tires behind the shop. Go out and find whatever tires you want. Take as many as you want for free. Wow. And, and I said, well, that doesn't seem right. Like, can I pay you for those? Like, I mean, just a little something. And he said, I have to pay to dispose of those tires. So you can just take whatever you want, and that way I don't have to pay to dispose it. And I said, cool. So then I asked him how I get them mounted, and he said, well, you can mount them by hand, or if you bring them here, I'll charge you five bucks to mount them. So the the name of the place is M Squared. If anybody's looking for anything go-kart-wise or something like this, this guy is awesome. So I went home. I cut the tires off of the rims, which allowed me to get the PVC sleeves off, I took the rims back to this guy and said, yeah, I can mount these tires. So he mounted the tires, which was supposed to be five bucks a tire. And he came out and I said, well, how much? And he said, oh, don't worry about it. It only took me like two minutes to mount them. They were so easy. So I'm like, well, you told me five bucks. I said, let me pay you five bucks. And he said, no, I'm not taking your money. He said, it's more work for me to 
enter the receipt than it is. So I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you know. So now my sleeves feel like they're too small. So I'm on the hunt for a 10-inch PVC pipe that I could cut some sleeves off of. And I've called all of my construction buddies and nobody can find anything. But I have the sleeves still from the old tires. And I, I've realized yesterday that I think I can get those sleeves back on. So I'm a little bit further than I thought I was because finding a sleeve and getting it on the tire was kind of my hard part. But I think I think we're good. I think we'll be okay. Nice. So maybe you, I could be ready to ride as early as next week if I can get my kids' pumpkin chunking project done. Again, you're doing another one of those? Yeah. Does Does your kid, does Ethan not do Mesa at the junior high i don't know i guess not so mace is anything about it it's an after school science club thing oh hold on before we change topics again what was the name of that go-kart place yeah m squared we just gave him about a dollar fifties worth of (laughs) advertising (laughs) so there you go you next time you go in there you say hey we gave you a dollar fifty of advertising space so do you know what this shop really is it's this guy who has racing go-karts. I mean, we're not talking like these Walmart or Sam's Club or, you know, Cal Ranch type go-karts. We're talking yeah. like shifter carts, like 90 mile an hour go-karts, like professional go-kart racing. Really? I think this guy, what he has done is he's built a shop where he can work on go-karts and then he's like, I'm going to be ordering these parts anyway, so I'll just order extra and sell them. Just a write-off, basically, I, for I, his hobby? I think. I think he really just has a garage where he can have all of his racing go-karts and his kids race. He took me in the back room, and there were probably 20 to 30 racing go-karts in this room, all kind of just stacked and on shelves. Wow. and. So maybe he does maintenance for other people or something. It looks like he had a mechanic in there that was pretty busy. But, like, you're not going to go in there and get, you know, a replacement tire for my Cal Ranch go-kart. Like, I mean, this is pretty serious stuff. And and a lot of his stuff is pretty expensive, too. Like, I was looking at prices. And, I mean, you can get rims for a go-kart, like, for 40 bucks. His rims are, like, 120 to to $250 for a single rim. Wow. His well, tires. If you're going to go 90 miles an hour on a go-kart, you better have some good stuff. You don't want Cal Ranch go-kart right. tires. <laughs> yeah. But it's way cool. Like, it's a way cool shop. The dude is just way cool also. Um, I would love to be able to afford one of those go-karts, but I'm sure you're looking at, like, five grand for for one of those carts. That would be fun. If though, not huh? more. It would be. Too bad we didn't win the lottery and we could have gone and bought one. I did. I won. You did win the lottery? I won $4. <laughs> oh, you're rich. $4 divided by three. <laughs> Very nice. Because I had to split that $4. $1.33 each. But it cost me $2 for that number. Oh, or no, let's see. What did it cost me? Yeah, for that one number, it would have cost $2 divided by three or something. I can't remember, but yeah. So... You're rich. No, really, I'm still in the whole 77 <laughs> cents. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, I would have to drive to Wyoming to cash in for that $4, which would cost me probably $10 in yeah, gas. Probably. So, plus lunch and then back. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I, I guess they're getting my $4 until I know someone's <laughs> going to Wyoming. Sounds like you had a, a excellent lottery experience, just like everybody else. I did. Nice. What have you been up to? What were you, hold on. You were, we were going to go talk about something, and I interrupted oh, you. Mesa. What, what oh, yeah, Mesa, huh? Because you, yeah. you built uh, one of those, like, was it last year? It was last year, right? For Yeah, so Bailey and uh, Avery uh, built an air cannon. Right. And it just kind of was one of those things where we kind of just had this stuff laying around. I had this compressor tank that I was going to build a smoker out of originally, but mm-hmm. then I decided it was too small. And so it happened to have a two-inch port on the front. We had enough pipe. It was kind of the same thing like we did for your smoker. We just found two-inch pieces of pipe. Right. Although it was a lot easier because we could use galvanized. So we found enough valves and pipe and everything, and then Braxton happened to have uh, a piece of steel pipe that we could use as a barrel that happened to be eight inches in diameter. So if you really went out and bought all of this stuff we used to build this air cannon, it probably would have been a couple hundred dollars. But we just kind of had everything. It was a pretty serious air cannon. Yeah, we were throwing, I think our distance record was 110 yards. Right. So a football, over a football length. I think you won, didn't you? Oh, yeah. There wasn't anybody (laughs) even close. So how do you top that? Um, And disclaimer the girls i mean we assembled all the parts but the girls put everything together and it really wasn't hard it was the tank a pipe a valve a pipe a barrel you know it was it was pretty simple um so some of the parents gave us some dirty looks but really like i have pictures of them putting it all together i have pictures of them welding the frame that they put on and you can look at the welds on the frame they're horrible they're not good (laughs) at all um, we have pictures of them assembling everything. You're lucky it didn't blow up. We really made sure that the tank and everything was good. Like, that's that's the part where we made sure that everything was good. And it was really only holding 125 pounds of pressure. That tank is rated for 250. Mm. So, yeah, I, I mean, we made sure we were safe. But they really put everything together, and we just lucked out because we had all of these parts. Right. So this year it's a little bit different. They can't use the tank again. You know, they can't right. do What'd that. What do you do with it afterward? It's still sitting in Braxton's backyard. We've tried to donate it to the school, but we just need to we need to get it over there so they can have it and do something with it. So this year, it's like come up with a new idea and what do we have laying around so we don't have to spend a fortune on this. Is Abby doing this? Abby's doing it now. So Bailey moved to high school. Avery's still in. So Avery and Abby teamed up. So I'm working to, with Braxton again. I need to get Ethan and Mesa. And Le- Lexi's on our team, too. Oh, nice. So it's kind of the same thing. Like, what could we do easily? What do we already have stuff to do and and not spend a grundle on? A giant slingshot. So that's what we're building. Oh, you are? Yeah, the cat's out of the oh, bag. Really? We're building a slingshot. Wow, and that's the re- a good guess. The reason is is because Braxton had these exercise TheraBand things. Right. That worked out great. He had these exercise arm slings that you're supposed to use to hook to a raft or something to kind of do leg lifts. And we were able to make a like a basket out of that, the TheraBands. He has a whole bunch of this. Uh, Braxton has everything, man. He does. He bought this truckload of 
conduit, I guess, electrical conduit that he was using to build a, <laughs> really? a shed garage. He 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 got this screaming deal on KSL, so he had a whole bunch of that that we are kind of using for the frame. So really, once again, we have spent zero dollars on this project so far because we've kind of used what's what's there. The kids have kind of designed the slingshot. They tested it a bunch of times last night. I'm going to go buy a stainless steel salad bowl today to kind of help keep the pumpkin in uh, and two eye bolts. So we're going to be into this project maybe $10. But I think they're going to win again because we did some test shooting last night. And obviously, we're not going 110 yards. Yeah. But we're definitely going further than anybody did last year. So just with a basic slingshot, I mean, I would think that would be what everybody, that's my first thought, build a slingshot. Did anybody build a slingshot last year? No, nobody built a slingshot. Really? Yeah. What what did they build? They built trebuchets and uh, (laughs) some catapulty type things. But really, so... Did anybody build one that you jump on and it throws the pumpkin and they jumped on it and instead of the pumpkin going over their head, it hit him in the face and splattered him? No, but somebody that would have been hilarious if they did. Somebody did have something like that where you it was you're supposed to use your body. The funny thing is about these competitions they do for Mace is nobody really ever follows the rules. So they follow the rules, but their kids, if they don't have any parent parental guidance, then they kind of fudge the rules and so that they had this airplane building contest last year like paper airplanes or yeah where do you any way you want to build it doesn't have to be paper airplanes but you got to build an airplane so bailey said i am thinking about doing you know i want to do this dad and i'm going to do it by myself i don't want to do a team and i happen to know of a stem program online that actually conquered the paper airplane thing and so um she got online she found the plans we went and bought her the poster board she built this plane and it was cool. She did a really good job. I didn't really, I, I gave her some tips here and there, but she really built it all of herself, tested it, got it to fly, did everything on her own. But then some other kid took a, a, <coughs> a baseball, cut it in half, hollowed it out, made a mini paper airplane, put it inside the baseball, taped it back together, <coughs> and then showed up. And then threw it. And he threw it 100 yards because he was a big kid. He can throw this baseball forever, right? <laughs> okay. So, you know, like the rules didn't necessarily say that he broke the rules, but the rules weren't clear enough to say that. That's pretty clever, actually, if, if you think about it. So his ingenuity was is getting past the rules right. or bypassing the rules. Right. Staying within the rules, but cheating so in the end the group wrote or voted to say no because your paper airplane can't fly without the the ball and so you know so they gave him they gave him a special award for ingenuity but they didn't count it so those are the kind of the things you you show up right you know I actually like that. That's, I mean, it is cheating. It seems totally cheating to me, but that's good for him for thinking outside the box a little bit and doing something different. And that's kind of what happened a little bit is some kids made some really heavy airplanes that really didn't fly that just went because of mass. 
So, right. yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this with this pumpkin so pumpkin this year. Who who's in, I know Bailey was president last year, and she picked to do a pumpkin chunking machine contest. Yeah, who picked it this year? Did they just? I think decided to carry on the tradition. Yeah, they think it's fun, so it carried on. I think there's there's a new president. I'm not sure who the girl is, but um, they came up with some rules and tried to stick with them. But I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting. When is this competition happening? Friday. Friday. And the cool thing about Mesa, too, is if you go through Mesa from seventh grade to a senior in high school, there are a ton of scholarships available for Mesa students. You have to go all the way from 7th? I better get Ethan in it. Then. Well, I don't know if it's through 7th, but through your high school grade. So at least ninth grade through through a senior, there's scholarships available, Mesa scholarships and STEM, STEM scholarships. So nice. I have to get yeah. one of those. It's fun. That sounds awesome. They do a lot of cool things. So this weekend we got a dumpster. Wow. You make a smoker out of it? I should. That'd be awesome to build it. That'd probably not smell very good. But so you know, uh, the city that we live in, you can get a free dumpster every once in a while. I don't know. You can get them fairly frequently, and they'll come drop it off for a day or something. So we have had this stuff in our basement since we moved in two and a half years ago into our house. That we finally got rid of a whole bunch of just junk. This, so, was any of them a treadmill? No, they're still in our basement. You need to come get it. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping that maybe you threw it away and I wouldn't have to come get it. Oh, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> if you'd have told me that, I totally would have thrown it away. But I My was wife told... would be devastated. She was so excited to find out that you guys, Holly would give her a treadmill. Yeah, I was told not to throw it. I wanted to. Believe me, I'm all, get rid of that. And she says, no, I have to give it away to someone. And I said, well, if it's not gone by Sunday night, it's going in the dumpster. Well, it didn't go in the dumpster. <laughs> So I can't believe you have that much stuff that you can fill a whole dumpster. You know what? We didn't fill the whole dumpster all on our own. Have you ever gotten one of these dumpsters? Uh, no, but people in my neighborhood have gotten the dumpsters, and I've taken advantage yeah. of it. <laughs> it takes about 10 minutes for everybody in the neighborhood to realize, hey, there's a dumpster. And within a couple hours, that thing was just jam-packed with crap from everybody Luckily, we got all our stuff in early. Otherwise, I don't know. It would have been close if our stuff would have even fit. So so did they put it on the curb or did they put it in your driveway? They put it on the curb. I didn't want them dropping it on my driveway. So Well, so they used to not let you put it on the curb. They used to make you put it in the driveway. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And so you didn't have an option. And then that way, people, I guess it deterred people from throwing stuff. Maybe. That they weren't supposed to throw in the dumpster. Right. But I don't know. So here's my plan. I'm going to go to my neighborhood and I'm going to, we're going to assign, I want to assign everybody a month and everybody in the neighborhood has to get a dumpster for one, one time during their month. And then instead of the whole neighborhood having one dumpster a year to dump all their crap in, you just have a, every month you have a dumpster, you can dump a little tiny bit of stuff in it rather than building up a whole year's worth of stuff and we can all use it. And that way nobody ever has to, uh, you know, garbage or panic of how they're going to get right. their stuff to the dump. Every month, you, you always build up a little bit. There's always a couple things every month that you'd like to be able to throw in a dumpster or take away. So I think I'm going to, through our neighborhood Facebook page, I'm going to see if I can organize that. That's that was my a, grand idea. idea. 
Yeah, I I would probably think that would be a good idea. And we don't have those dump, dumpsters roll around very often, but right now I'm raking leaves in my yard. And on Saturday I filled up 12 55-gallon drum garbage bags wow. full of leaves, and I have to do it again tomorrow. But then I was like, what am I going to do with all these leaves? Burn them. <laughs> But then I remembered that Taylorsville Park has a leaf collection. And so I loaded them up in my car. I drove down there and they had four great big giant dumpsters there. Yeah. And I just threw mine on the ground with the other hundred bags yeah, that wouldn't fit in the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So that might so, be a good idea. So far, we don't have big trees in our neighborhood yet. You know, it's fairly new. But eventually, yeah, I think we're going to. We planted a bunch of trees out in the backyard and stuff, so I'm not looking forward to the days when we have 55-gallon, 10, 55-gallon bags of leaves. Here's the good and the bad thing for you is, one, you have trees on the the, um, south side of your house that are on the fence, so half of those leaves should fall on the other side of the fence. The problem is, is the leaves, the wind blows from the south. So most of those leaves will blow back into yeah. your yard. And that's the problem I have is my across the street neighbor and then their neighbor. We have all of us have these great big giant maple trees. Yeah, you have a lot of big trees in your neighborhood. So the leaves fall and then the wind picks up and they all <laughs> end up in my yard. in your front yard. <laughs> nice. So it usually blows south eastern and all of those trees are northeast. Western of of me. And so they all just blow in my yard. So yeah, it kind of sucks. So that was what we did this week. And I was going to try and smoke something, but we just got too busy and I just forgot to go to the store and get something. So I didn't get to smoke anything, which sucks because I was really looking forward to it. I definitely need to do something this weekend though. Are you working all day on Halloween? Am I working all day? I'm going to the thing in the morning, the elementary. You should just take the whole day off and then smoke. I should, huh? And then have a nice Halloween dinner. I wish I could. I have some meetings that I have to go to on Halloween, so. See, I usually do a big chili. I do chili for family. Aren't you bringing chili to the... I am. And I usually bring chili for work, too. So, tonight, I'm bringing... Is this kind of getting into our topic or not? Do we not want to touch this? Sure, we can go here. Okay. You don't have anything else you want to talk about for the weekend? No, that's about all I did. We just I was very happy to finally get rid of a whole bunch of crap. So we still have too much crap down there though. It's it's like a never ending thing. Well let me know when you start getting rid of those Legos. Yeah. Because <laughs> I heard if I pick them up cheap I can make a million dollars off of them. You can be rich selling Legos. I bought I don't I don't think I've told everybody this yet, but John and I had gone to Smith's marketplace before he was on maternity leave, yeah, we were somewhere. We were somewhere. We were at the, we were at a library or something, and I wanted to get some Cafe Rio, and so I did an online order. I was going to pick it up on the way back, but we were there early, and so we went to Smith's Marketplace, and there was Harry Potter, Harry Potter ear <laughs> mini figs, yeah, and I bought three mini figs. Which one? Mini fig sets, whatever. I don't know Harry Potter mini fig set. Mini, nice. Figs. Get them cheap. They were cheap. I can't remember how much. I think they were $1.99. Nice. So I bought three. I think I spent six bucks. So Save those for like uh, 
two years and you can like triple your investment. Well, I'm going to see. I'm going to see how much money I can actually make off these minifigs in the package. If you only spent two bucks, I bet you can easily sell those for 10 bucks each in a year. All right. I forgot. I f- totally forgot about this, but they were they were something. They were on sale for like two bucks a piece. And John was like, oh, those are a great deal. And he bought some. And then I bought three packages, one to keep for myself, two to sell. There you go. So the little ones where you can fill and tell what they are by filling them. Uh, it was a, it like was a like little a bag. I think it's like a, yeah, it's like a Harry Potter set. So it's yeah. like Harry Potter minifig and then like an owl in the cage or something like that. I think I got mm. the Harry Potter ones. So that's what they are. But Oh, just a little poly bag with, okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Now. I know exactly what you're talking about. The little Harry Potter mini poly bag one. You saw them on my office and I heard you took them from you. And put them in my drawer because I wanted to talk about it on an episode, and then I forgot mm. all about them. <laughs> so mm. that was that. A year from now, you'll be rich. You will have better than winning the lottery. Quadrupled your investment. Dang! I buy the buy buy my cafe Rio next time. And it'll be free. You'll be on Harry Potter Legos. You know what is actually a better investment than Harry Potter minifigs? What is Cafe Rio points? Cafe Rio points? Yeah. You just sign up for the Cafe Rio, and then they always give you these triple points or quadruple points. They do? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I go eat one salad, and I get 40 points out of it, and then I go again when they give me triple or quadruple points, and then by the time I eat two salads, they give me one for free. That is a good deal. Yeah. Yep. Really good deal. We've been going Costa Vida a lot lately instead of Cafe Rio, but maybe we'll have to switch because I don't really care. They're about the same to me. They are. There's some things I like at Costa Vida, and there's some things I like at Cafe Rio. So. so, anyway, back to our topic. It's that time of year, Halloween time. Um, by the time this, we're actually recording before Halloween, but this will come out after Halloween. So we have to do some magic time travel stuff. Halloween's tomorrow. It'll release the day after Halloween. So we're right. traveling back in time. Correct. So growing up as a kid. What's your favorite Halloween memory that you have or a tradition or anything? What, what, what did you do as a kid for Halloween? So we didn't really have any family traditions. Um, it was find a costume. I, I, guess, I guess going and getting the pumpkins was a pretty fun tradition. My grandma and grandpa would always find a pumpkin patch that we could go get a pumpkin from. And my grandpa would let us find the biggest pumpkin on the pumpkin patch. And then we would pick out that pumpkin. So I guess that was kind of a fun tradition. Other than that, it was all about getting a costume and getting candy. Getting candy, yeah. Protecting the candy after you've acquired it (laughs) that nobody else can eat. And then trying to make it last as long as you could. Yeah. So So we always had... um, We always went with my friend and his parents, his mom, I guess. His dad stayed home and handed out candy. But we always went, and then we'd always go to the her sister. So my friend's aunt lived in a, one of the more well-off neighborhoods. So we'd always go there because they gave out way better candy than our neighborhood gave out. Full size? You know, at the time, there were a few that did full size, but uh, most of them were at least the mini candy bars or, you know, the good stuff, not the Smarties and the, the, 
you know, I don't know. What's a bad taffy? Taffy, yeah, taffy. Saltwater taffy. Saltwater taffy or candy corns or. Yeah, those stupid hard pumpkin. Did you ever get like those circus peanuts? I hated oh, those. I love circus peanuts. You do? But I never oh, got a circus okay. peanut for Halloween. I hated getting those. I hated those pumpkins, and they were never wrapped, so it didn't matter because I never yeah, ate them. You, you can oh the little were they just little? They're like orange. a hard pumpkin. Yeah, right. they're like a With candy a green corn stem. Yeah, yeah, but they're I never know. wrapped, so right. we just threw them away because we weren't allowed to eat non-wrapped candy. Did your mom have to look at all your candy before you got to eat any of it? Um. Yes and no. Um, we weren't allowed to have any kind of fruit or apple or anything yeah. that that just went in the garbage. And then anything that wasn't wrapped, we threw away. Yeah, that's how we were. Anything that was not in a wrapper just immediately went into the garbage. But even the wrapped stuff, we had to bring home and dump out. We couldn't eat any candy while we were out. We had to bring it home and dump it out. And my mom had to go over it and kind of give it the once over. And but say, did you really not eat any candy while you were out? Uh, no, we okay. ate candy while we were out. <laughs> yeah, so did I. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So we'd go there, um, and we used to bring pillowcases. And you know, the, the the deal was how much candy could you get? It was always a comp- big competition. So when I was young, we just kind of hit the neighborhood. As I got older, when I started going on my own, we were still supposed to stay in the neighborhood. But we found out that if we traveled outside the neighborhood, there were a couple of apartment complexes. And you could travel way Uh, or, you know, get a lot more distance through an apartment complex than you could through a neighborhood. Yeah. And so that was kind of our thing, like hitting... There was a couple of apartment complexes that were close. They were on our way to school, but they were close enough that we could. Yeah, we I could forgot get about that. We used to go to the after the the rich neighborhood, you know, because uh, we'd go with his aunt, so all the people knew her and gave us. And sometimes I wondered if they gave us stuff just because we were her, you know, because we generally give neighborhood kids better candy than we give complete random strangers. So. I usually have a full-size candy bar box that yeah. I give to the kids I like. So we're doing bags of cookies this year to the kids, but and then just regular candy. But anyway, so then after that, we'd always go to this big apartment complex because, yeah, you could hit houses fast there, man. It's just one right after another. You know, you got three doors right next to each other, and you'd build up candy way fast. They didn't give near as good a candy, but there's a point where once you've got some good quality stuff, then quantity starts to matter, really. You don't care what it is. I just want a big bag full of candy no matter what, even if I can't eat it. So let me ask you this. Did you ever go up on a house with a bowl of candy and the lights are off and it says, please take one? Yeah. And? <laughs> you know, I never would like, I would grab two or three. I but never. I would never, I was never so, you know, handful or anything, but. I'll admit, I took, if they had a couple different kinds, I would take one of each kind or something like that. I never dumped a bowl in my bag, but I took a generous amount. Yeah. Probably not like a heaping fistful, but yeah, probably four or five myself. Yeah, I mean. I always wanted to, but I was afraid that somebody would be. That's what I want to do. I want to trap kids, man. I want to put a big bowl on my porch and say, take one and then. You know, watch them with my camera, and if they take a whole bunch, I'm going to jump out with a baseball bat. And I've done it. 
Oh, you have? Well, I, I dressed up uh, in a costume that you couldn't tell if I was real or not. And I All sat right. on the porch with a bowl in my lap. And I had a sign that said, please take one. And I was sitting there holding the bowl. <laughs> and then I would, most people would just take one. They're pretty honest, you know. Right. Um, the parents are, if they're worth a parent, they're pretty honest. But if if it was a An group of kids kid. up and you'd see that look in their face like, is there anybody looking? Is there anybody looking? And I'd be like, just take one. And they would like, <laughs> oh, they'd freak out. But yeah. That's awesome. I was I lucky totally enough. to do that. I was lucky enough one time when I went to this house when I was a kid and all my buddies went through and I was the last kid in kind of the line to get to the door. Yeah. And the guy was like, open up your bag. And so I opened up my bag and he dumped the whole bowl I into had that, my bag. I had that happen once too, one and, year. And he's like, we're leaving for a party. So lucky you. And I was like, oh my gosh, like he dumped the whole you know, big bowl of candy in my bag. And it was like good candy too, like chocolatey stuff. Yeah, I had that happen too one year. We we were out and, and at this house and it was fairly later in the night. And this guy just said, uh, it was me and my friend. And he said, open your bags. And he dumped half of the candy in mine and half of my friends. And he said, we're going to bed for the night. We're done. So just take all the candy we have. And he went back in and shut off his light and we thought yeah that's pretty awesome that was a good score right there so have you ever done anything like that where you've i mean other than just giving out a special treat or a full-size candy bar to the kids you like so usually at the end of the night um we buy way too much candy at our house we do too and by the end of the night i'm giving out handfuls of candy to every kid that comes because i'm just trying to get rid of it because i don't i don't want it sitting around so uh, if you want to come to my house and get candy, do it later in the evening when I'm getting tired and want to be done and turn the light off, and you'll probably get a handful of candy. So let me ask you if you've ever done anything like this. When my kids were smaller, they would get Valentine's candy and Easter candy and Fourth of July parade candy and, you know, just whatever. Mm-hmm. And we would just always throw that candy in a bowl and then we'd have this bowl on top of the microwave. And then when the kids would want a treat, we'd get the bowl down. And what ends up happening is you end up with this candy that's like a year to two years old that nobody will eat (laughs) because it's gross. So you give it out next Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) So here's what I do. And I haven't done this for a while because Erica gets really mad at me, but I would put that bowl next to the good candy. And I would have some high school kids show up that are way too big to be trick-or-treating. And I don't know. And so when they would come to the door, I'd be like, you guys are like graduate from high school. Like you're college kids or whatever. I would grab a handful of that crappy two-year-old candy (laughs) and then hand it out to them. Have you ever done anything like that? No. Never done anything like that. But that's hilarious. I like it. I've done it. That's how our candy usually ends up in a big bowl in the thing, and it just sits there and it never gets eaten. So, yeah, we do that with our, you know, we let our kids pick out the good stuff, and then whatever's left, we just dump in a bowl. But as a kid, nobody ever touched my Halloween candy. I used to just put that in a thing and put it under my bed and try and, like you said, make it last till Easter. Yeah, we did the same thing. Uh, The other thing that I didn't like is if they went through your candy, they would eat your candy as they went through it. So, oh, your parents? Yeah, (laughs) I tried to. I tried to just keep it away from everybody as long as possible. I just keep it hidden. 
I used to do that too, and I figured, you know, I can just buy my own candy. I have a job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, now you can, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) But when you were a kid, it was priceless. So, uh, yeah, I just make sure that the candy we give out is candy that I want to eat. If I'm not a big candy person, but so I buy candy I like, and then I don't have to steal from my kids. I'll just eat whatever's left over. Did you ever have your bag snatched as a kid? No, did you? No, there was a there was a one Halloween where somebody went through the neighborhood smashing pumpkins and stealing candy bags. But that's the only I've never I've never heard of it since then, but I remember it was a big thing that happened in our neighborhood. Hmm. But yeah, Kids. never had it happen. What kind of family traditions do you have now? Um I don't know. Since we we used to have in our old house um but now we're still pretty young the kids our kids like to go out together now so i go drop ethan off with i don't know whoever wherever house they're meeting at i don't know whose house they're meeting at this year yeah but they all go together and then brody he's not a big trick-or-treater he likes to go out and get a little bit of candy but then he's done so he'll go out with his friends in the neighborhood and be out for a little while but he loves giving out candy so he likes answering the door. Uh, we usually get a pizza. Hmm. Yeah, we've done the pizza thing. And that's about it. Kind of our tradition that's happened is um, we have that big porch on the front yard. Yeah. And our screen door doesn't open friendly. It opens the wrong way. And so the kids get up on the door and they, you and know. You have to whack them out of the way with the screen yeah, door. Yeah, you have to move them out of the way with the screen door. So one, we'll either keep the screen door open but what's happened kind of the last couple of years is I've just taken the screen out of the window and opened the blinds and opened the window. And then we sit there at the table and play cards. And then as the kids come up, oh, it's nice. like a drive up window and I yeah. just hand candy out. And then I started making chili. Oh, chili. And so I'll make chili for work and then I'll make a big batch the night before and then I'll put some in a crock pot, bring it to work. This yeah, year. I'm bringing chili to work this year too. Right. I made it last night. Oh, nice. This year, Erica was like, I need to take something for for my work. So I was like, well, I'll just buy enough to make my work chili, make your work chili, and then we'll have chili for dinner uh, for Halloween. And then the other night, all of Hannah's friends were over, and it turned out to, can we hang out at your house on Halloween? And... I was like, sure. And Erica's like, yeah, you guys can come hang out if you want. And so now it's turned into, Erica, you got to find something else to take to your work party because I need to make chili for kids. And so I've got six pounds of hamburger. I've got, you know, I'm going to make a massive amount of chili. And I'm making chicken chili. Are you? That'd be good. Chili's really easy to screw up. Or it's really just easy to make. It's really pretty easy to make, yeah. Yeah, and mine is hamburger, onions, peppers, kidney beans, seasoning. That's it. And it tastes good. It's simple. I hate it when people just try to overcomplicate chili. Yeah, my chicken chili is just uh, like two different kinds of white beans, some chicken, some green chilies, and some seasoning. This year I put jalapenos in it, though, because I snuck those in. Usually my wife doesn't like hot stuff, but I put them in because I was making a big batch, so I put a little So is that what you guys are going to do for dinner on Halloween? No. 
You're not? We're doing pizza. So you're eating chili tonight? No. It's just for work. Oh, you just made chili for work. Yeah. We yeah. Well, we actually had some for dinner last night, too. Hmm, there you go. So. Yeah, it's it's... I hate it when people try to overcomplicate chili, but I like chicken chili. I've had quite a few different chicken chilies. Uh, I'm a traditionalist. I just like the ground beef. I, I've done it with steak and stuff too, but I don't like putting corns in it. I don't like putting 15 different kinds of beans in it. I don't like putting rice in it. I don't just give me some burgers, some onions and peppers and some beans. Sounds and some delicious. Call it good. Something I can put some sour cream and cheese on top and call it good. And some onions but, on top some onions on top that'd be good too yeah sounds good i'm looking forward to trying yours yeah it'll be the bad thing is is i have to go to training tomorrow oh you do yeah that sucks so i'm bringing the chili in before work and then getting it set up who has training on halloween exactly yeah so then at lunchtime i'm gonna run back to work eat chili and then i'm gonna go back to training where's your training um, it's on, it's on like I-15 and 45th South. Oh. It's pretty close. That's not too far. No. Yeah. It should only take me, it should only take me five to 10 minutes to get here and there. So right. it won't be that big of a deal. I just won't be able to be here the whole time. I'll just be able to come get some lunch. I mm. guess the only other way that I would stay is if they catered something really good for lunch at the, <laughs> <at> the training. <laughs> nice. I don't think they will. Usually they just do sandwiches or something, but. Yeah, I was like, who scheduled training? Which also gets in the way of the pumpkin chunk. Right. So that's on Friday. Man. So I don't know exactly what's going to happen there. I might. It's crazy. Might have to dish out a training a little bit early. Did you have a favorite costume as a kid? Um. No, I. I mean, nothing I can really think about. Think about. How about you? I remember this one year I went as Luke Skywalker and that was my favorite costume. In fact, I think I went as Luke Skywalker two years in a row because when I, I don't know, eight or nine or 10, because I thought that costume was so awesome. Did you, did you have the costumes? Remember you used to just put on a, yeah, a little plastic, plastic mask. suit and a plastic mask. Uh, yes. Is that what it was? Yes, was that's something exactly like that? what it was. I do remember this one time that was kind of the rage plastic mask, plastic jumpsuit type yeah. thing decorated. I remember this one year they had these inflatable things. And so you had this great big giant inflatable hat and then you strapped around your chin and then you painted your face like green. And it was a, some kind of goblin. I do remember getting that and I was like, Oh, it was so cool. And I was like, going to be the trendsetter. Nobody, we found this costume and then I show up at school and like everybody had it too. And I was like, <laughs> dang, but I can't really think of anything that I did that was one year in high school. We had all the girls dress up as guys and all the guys dress up as girls. That was fun. I there do. was about five of us, five girls and five boys that all went together. I do remember one time in uh, junior high, I, it was, no, it had to be elementary still. Because it was when we did the parades. I did dress up as a girl. Yeah. And it was like this big funny thing, you know, like. But when I went trick-or-treating that night. Yeah. I remember going up to the door and some guy saying, what are you supposed to do? be? And I was like, I'm a boy. And he's like, <laughs> oh, you are? And I'm like, I'm dressed as a girl. And he was like, oh, like I 
couldn't even tell. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. he just thought some little girl Jeez. was walking up on yeah. his porch. So yeah, he must have been a cute little girl. Probably, I'm a Probably. cute, I'm a cute boy, so right. I must be a cute girl. Exactly. Did yeah. you have a nice blonde wig and? Uh, no, dress. it was a it was a brown wig, hmm. and I did have a dress on. And I remember I had high heels on, some kind of high you heels. Did? And you I couldn't walk in them. In no, heels. no. Oh. When I was trick or treating, I didn't wear the high heels. But when I was at the school parade, I remember. I look back on it, and I'm like, that was the stupidest costume <laughs> I ever wore. But I do remember that costume. So I don't know. I don't know That's why funny. that happened. But there, and it was kind of a thing, like. It was always the big funny thing that these boys would dress up like girls, you know. And it, I mean, there was, pro- I wasn't the only one. There was a whole group of us guys that thought it would be funny, right? But then after I did it, I was like, "That was stupid. Like this is the dumbest costume ever." <laughs> so it wasn't fun. No, we had a good time. We, in fact, uh, we the group that about the ten of us went to the store. I can't. It must have been Mervin's or something. I don't know. J.C. Sears. Anyway, one of these department stores, and so the girls got to pick out the dresses that the guys wore, right? And then they made us go try them on and all this stuff. And so the guys then got to pick out the girl, the clothes that the girls wore, which wasn't nearly as bad because you know girls can wear guys' clothes and not look bad at all. So did you look like a hoochie mama? I probably did. Yeah. <laughs> did you shave I your legs? A, no. Did you shave your beard? They did I? I don't remember. <laughs> did you have a beard back then? I did sometime in high school, yeah. Um but they picked out this little mini skirt for me. Uh I can't remember what the top was, but I just remember that I was wearing a mini skirt and it was pretty tight and it was I don't know how girls walk in those things all the time, but cuz every time I'd walk in it it ended up around my waist, you know. I had shorts on underneath. You didn't have any junk to hold it up. <laughs> <laughs> junk in the trunk to hold your skirt up. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know how the girls walk in those cuz they always just it just ended up riding up on me all the time. So, when did you stop trick or treating? How old were you? I don't know. 13, 14. So, junior highest like probably Yeah, probably junior. probably when I started high school I stopped. Was it your choice to or did your parents ask you to stop? You know, I think it was because I think then at that point we started going to just doing like a party at someone's house or something uh, for Halloween or maybe a steak dance or something. I don't know. We always did something on Halloween, but it was never trick or treating. In fact, that's what I think it was now that I'm thinking back is the they always had a steak dance on Halloween that we'd always go to. I, I stopped trick or treating junior high ish. And the reason was is because I started going to somebody would have a Halloween party or something like that. Yeah. But I, I still had friends that all the way through high school were like, let's go trick or treating. And I'm like, no, like I'm not even wearing a costume. Like, what am I going to trick or treat? <laughs> and then I had friends that didn't even wear costumes. And that's what I hate is when kids. That's how I am too. I don't care how old you are, but you show up at my door with a costume at least. I'm yeah. going to just give some kid in sweatpants a. <laughs> yeah. And that's where that bowl of crappy candy comes in. That's what I need. You got some kid without a costume to... on trick or treat. And you're like, oh, no. Right. Give him something crappy, a toothbrush or something. But some of these kids, they know that I give out full-size candy bars to the kids I like. And so they show up with their hand out expecting full-size. And then they get a handful of crap. 
And they're like, well, last year you gave me a full size. Well, last year you weren't you were ten. You weren't twenty years old <laughs> oh, and right. not in a costume. Right. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna do full size candy bars this year. We bought some pretty good candy. And a lot of it. So I might just nice. give out handfuls of candy to the kids I like. Looks like uh coming over to your house, trick or treating. There you go. You gotta have a costume on if you want something. Uh, do you dress up as an adult? Uh, kind of, you know, I'll usually wear some like tuxedo t-shirt or, um, I've got a Darth Vader jacket that the mat, the hood zips up into a mask or just something really simple. That's kind of dressed up, but not really. I need to so, find a cape. I do have a cape. I've worn a cape a couple of times. I have a Darth Vader mask and there I'm just going to wear black, but I, I should have bought the cape earlier at the DI when they were available, but I went to the DI now and I'm like, there's no cape. So I might still just wear the Darth Vader mask and black clothes and answer the door. I think I'm going to be Darth Vader too. So we can be twinners. I don't really dress up other than that, but I don't know. It'll be fun. Got a lot of kids coming to my house. We'll see what happens. I've got a little teenage mutant ninja turtle t-shirt with it. that has a cape built into it. Maybe I'll wear that. So I'll be different. I used to wear my hunting camo and then hide in the garage with the chainsaw without the chain on it. Nice. Jump out and scare the kids, but I haven't done that for a couple of years either. It's too much work to take the chain on and off of the chainsaw. So Yeah. But I have a full camo get up that covers one hundred percent of my body. Have like if I a want. adjacent mask or anything? No, but actually Bailey has a pretty good mask. I don't know if she's gonna use it, but I think this year I'll just have that uh, Darth Vader mask on, and it's actually a pretty cool mask. What about the troll mask? Troll mask is for Snowbird only, and that's only an Snowbird. exclusive for yeah. Snowbird. Okay, uh, we can't we can't risk the damage of the the troll mask. It's not Halloween worthy. No, it's Christmas worthy, but it's not uh, mm. it's not Halloween worthy. All right, it's made for made for Snowbird. So, you know, I always liked Halloween as a kid. I still kind of like it as an adult. Um, it's probably in my top two or three holidays. Uh, I still like Christmas the best, I think, and then maybe Halloween second. So, Thanksgiving is my favorite. Yeah, really? I just love Thanksgiving. Why? It's just food. You can have food any day of the week, anytime. Yeah, but you don't get a Thanksgiving spread any other time than <laughs> on Thanksgiving. And, you know, this time of year, I just love this time of year. The eggnog comes out, pumpkin pies come out, you know, Thanksgiving, you get a turkey, Christmas, you get ham, you know, like. Yeah, I agree. Halloween, we make chili, you know, and I can make chili at any point in time, but it's kind of fun this time of year. October, November, and December are a good three months. There's a lot of stuff going on. I really like this last three months of the year, too. It's a bad time to be on a keto diet. And it then is. you got New Year's right around the corner. And so that's usually like a pig out on hors d'oeuvres or finger foods or something. Oh, you yeah, know? something. So, then the Super Bowl right after that. Yeah, and then the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's just it's a bad time of year to be on a diet. guess you'll have to suspend your diet for a few months. I, I'm already working on that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Maintain maintain, and, and not try to lose any weight. So Yeah, nice. All right. Well, I hope everybody had a great Halloween. Uh, 
I, I had a great Halloween. Did it was you? fun. Yeah. It nice. was, I just, it was so unbelievable. That chili well, was just unbelievable. Next week, why don't you tell us how great your Halloween was? <laughs> okay. Sounds All good. right. So that's our episode for this week. Um, thanks for joining in. I said, um, you're rubbing off on me. You said it a couple of times. I did noticed I? this. Oh, time, you yeah. did notice it? Yeah. I, I mean, I can't wait to see. I'm going to listen to this episode again and see how many times I said, uh, or, um, uh, I, I know, know I did at first. I've been trying to be better. I wonder how many times I did. Count mine too. All right. Well, that's our episode for this week. Uh, I'm your host, Scott. And for Dustin. Catch you later, guys. We'll see you later. Hasta la vista, baby. again for joining us on this week's podcast you can find more episodes show notes and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com you can also find us on all the social media platforms like facebook twitter and instagram if you enjoyed this week's podcast please like comment and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice once again thanks for listening and catch us next week for a brand new episode I scare you? You scare me. <laughs> You're Mike's off. You did scare me. Okay, good. I <laughs> hope I scared someone. Bye.